This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll you'll get get your your minutes back. back. No No questions questions asked. asked. It's a Minor Detail Podcast. The most talked about catch at UM's game against App State. Cat caught on camera, dangling for dear life. We look up and you can see the butt of an animal. And falling (laughs) nearly 50 feet in the middle of the game. Really, our only choice was to either try to catch the animal or it was going to fall on us. The cat making a soft landing into Kimberly Comer and her husband's quick thinking. My wife uh, takes the U.S. flag with us to all of our football games, um, and we normally zip tie it to the handrail. And so we snatched it off the handrail and used it to uh, break the cat's fall. The catch sending the crowd into a frenzy. Cats appearing to be okay. As for the Comers, they're just happy. They were at the right place at the right time. I wouldn't consider myself a hero. I think anybody sitting in that seat would have done it. It was good to uh, to save the cat. Um, the students were obviously very passionate about it, and you could tell that because, like, after the cat fell, they were quick to snatch it up. They didn't care that they got bitten or scratched or anything. Without a doubt, the story of the weekend. Now, I understand we had the 20th anniversary of 9-11, And it just seemed kind of weird and crazy that on Saturday night, that would happen. By the way, the uh, incredible Stray Cats right there. Brian Setzer, Slim Jim Phantom. Uh, What was that bass player's name? Lee Rocker? Oh, they were great. 1981's great Stray Cat strut right there. If you haven't seen the video, I don't know how you haven't. By the way, 10 million views on TikTok of the guy who actually filmed... The dangling cat eventually falling and being caught in an American flag by a couple of season ticket holders from the University of Miami. You got to hear the story right there from one of the Miami TV stations. But again, just an amazing story. If you haven't seen the video, you might want to go check that out. It was uh, it was quite a deal. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. It is Monday, the 13th of September. Again, we did had the 20th anniversary of 9-11 over the weekend. Uh, I watched a lot of coverage. I watched a lot of the actual things going on downtown there in uh, Lower Manhattan. Some of the live stuff they did. I gotta say, and I don't care how you feel about me when I say this, but I was incredibly disappointed in former President George W. Bush, who uh, during his speech compared the people who took down the Twin Towers to those people who were at the Capitol on January 6th. I'm sorry. W, but uh, there's no comparison. None. Zero. Zilch. was very disappointed to hear that. But there was a lot of incredible uh, footage that maybe you hadn't even seen before if you watched some of that over the weekend. And uh, that's what happened. And then the cat stole the show. One other amazing thing about it was the cat, while it was hanging up there, 
it began to pee, which, you know, the old saying, when you got to go, you got to go. And sometimes things just scare the pee out of you. So the cat is hanging 50 feet above the rest of the crowd, and it starts peeing down on everybody below. So uh, the couple who caught the cat, uh, Craig, uh, the uh, the man of the uh, of the couple, he said, uh, it was an unpleasant drive home because I had cat urine, and he said he spilled his Coke when he was trying to catch the cat. So he said, I had to ride home with uh, cat urine and Coke all over me, but he said he would do it again if he had the chance. What a story. All right, let's whip through some news here, and then we'll do a little music history. A second Asian giant hornet's nest discovered in Washington State this year was eradicated over the weekend. Washington State Department of Agriculture posted on social media saying they removed the nest that had been found earlier in the week. Second nest had four uh, combs inside of it. In the post Saturday, Washington State Department of Agriculture said it had discovered a third nest in the same general area as the second nest, and plans are underway to remove that one as well. Got to get rid of the murder hornets. We can't have anything else going on in our country right now. We we just can't. Uh, speaking of things going on in our country, people are losing friends over COVID. A new study says that the coronavirus vaccine has been an incredibly divisive topic. And now it's ending friendships. Vaccinated Americans have called it quits with friends who refuse to get the shot. In a survey of 1,000 Americans conducted by a group called One Poll, it examined why people have ended friendships in the last year and a half. Results show 16% of respondents have axed three pals from their lives since the pandemic began in March of 2020. Of those who ended a friendship, 66% are vaccinated, 17% don't ever plan to receive the shot, 14% of vaccinated respondents, about one in seven, say they parted ways with friends who didn't want to get the vaccine. Even Friends and the morning show star Jennifer Aniston claims that she ended friendships over vaccination beliefs. Well, a viral video has caused people to be outraged over the weekend. The video is of a Washington University that's in St. Louis. He's also a member of the student government there. And he was uh, caught picking up all of these flags in what looked like a trash bag. And uh, he was uh, carrying them away. According to the student newspaper, the person in the video, Fidel Akalani, serves as the chairman of the school's Student Senate Finance Committee. He told the Student Life newspaper that he is critiquing the military interventions and Islamophobia that followed the September 11th terrorist attacks. He said any memorial of 9-11 that does not contend with these facts is not only incomplete, but it also amplifies pro-imperialist sentiment and actively disrespects those who have died because of the American invasion. Are people calling to have him kicked off of campus? Uh, Washington University, in a statement, said that, well, people have the rights to do what they want, and they didn't feel like this student uh, was doing anything wrong by collecting all of these flags in a trash can. Well, how about this? If we want to stop global warming, some scientists believe that potty training will take care of things. Now, not potty training kids, but potty training cattle. Turns out, cows can be potty trained as easily as toddlers. Scientists have put the task to the test 
And 11 out of 16 cows learned to use the mulu when they had to go. Mulu is some sort of a, uh, a bucket where they taught the cows to go. And then the cows can then, you know, the, the mulus can be emptied in a more ecologically friendly way. Like some parents, the researchers used a sweet treat to coax the cows to push through a gate and urinate in a special pen. It took only 15 days to train the young calves. Some kids take a bit longer. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Our tax dollars are funding this kind of research on training cows to be potty trained to help put a stop to climate change. Well, the Southeastern Conference announced today that the University of Arkansas will be fined $100,000 for allowing their fans to charge the field after the Hogs beat Texas on uh, Saturday. Uh, On a big win like that, I seriously doubt the university is really going to have a big problem with with that uh, fine. But again, a $100,000 fine goes to the school for uh, having that happen. The United States Capitol Police arrested a man in a truck outside the DNC headquarters over the weekend. He had a machete and a bayonet in his truck. They uh, said that the man was driving a truck with white supremacist symbols and carrying multiple weapons. Dodge Dakota pickup truck was pulled over by Capitol Police because they noticed it didn't have a license plate, but an American flag where the license plate would be also had a swastika and other white supremacist symbols painted on it. Once the truck was searched, officers produced a bayonet and machete inside. They noted in a press release that both are illegal in Washington, D.C. Bayonets and machetes. Let me take a note of that. Illegal in Washington, D.C. All right, let's do some music history here. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In measured a hundred weight and penny pound. Great Johnny Cash right there when the man comes around from the uh, last album uh, he released. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts, and I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and Hell followed with him. What an amazing collection of songs that was. That song, by the way, was written uh, a long time before it was released. It was released in 2002. It was the last song he actually wrote before he died. And uh, he died, and he died on September 12th of 2003 at the Ascension St. Thomas Hospital in Midtown Nashville. Always considered to be one of the most influential artists in music history. In my opinion, I would put he and Willie and Springsteen as the three greatest interpreters of lyrics. I mean, you give these guys lyrics and uh, they'll make you cry. And Johnny Cash was able to do that. Again, Johnny Cash... Dying 18 years ago yesterday. And today we look back at the death of another guy that could interpret a lyric and make you cry. This was the day we lost the incredible Tupac Shakur. This on the stress I caused, it was hell. Hugging on my mama from a jail cell. And who thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary one day. 
running from the police, that's right Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside And even as a crack fiend, mama You always was a black queen, mama I finally understand for a woman it ain't easy Trying to raise a man Always was committed A poor single mother on welfare Tell me how you did There's no way I can pay you back But the plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate Tupac's incredible tribute to his mom right there, Dear Mama It was this day, as we said in 96 Tupac died Six days earlier He was in Vegas to celebrate his business partner Tracy Robinson's birthday He attended a Mike Tyson fight at the MGM Grand Afterward in the lobby, someone in their group spotted Orlando Baby Lane Anderson, who was an alleged Southern Compton Crip, whom the individual accused of having recently in a shopping mall tried to snatch his neck chain with a death row records medallion. The hotel surveillance footage shows the ensuing assault on Anderson. Shakur soon stopped by his hotel room and headed with Suge Knight to his death row nightclub, Club 662, in a black BMW. 750L sedan. Then about 11.15 that night, a stoplight, a white four-door, late model Cadillac sedan, pulled up to the passenger side. Occupant fired rapidly into the car. Kerr struck four times, once in the arm, once in the thigh, twice in the chest. Suge Knight was also hit. Shakur was taken to a University Medical Center of Southern Nevada, where he was heavily sedated and put on life support in the intensive care unit in the afternoon, as we said, September 13th, 1996, he died from internal bleeding. Back in 2002, an investigative journalist named Chuck Phillips, writing for the LA Times, reported that Anderson, having been attacked by Suge and Shakur's entourage at the MGM Grand, had fired the fatal gunshots. He was only interviewed once briefly before he died in an unrelated shooting. Phillips' 2002 article, also alleges the involvement of Christopher Wallace, Biggie Smalls, and uh, several within New York's criminal underworld. Both Anderson and Wallace denied involvement. While Wallace offered a confirmed alibi, music journalist John Leland in the New York Times called the evidence inconclusive. And to this day, the killing of Tupac has yet to be solved. Tupac Shakur dying on this day back in 1996. All right, that's going to wrap up the podcast today. Have yourself a great rest of your Monday. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another edition of a Minor Detail Podcast. Jess, tell everybody where they can find us. Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments, email us, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline, 479 388 1638. That's 479 388 1638. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. A Minor Detail Podcast, copyright 2020, the Radio Voice Productions, LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.